welcome to After Dusk with Don Piercy, where we're not afraid to talk about things that go bump in the night. With special guest co-hosts and so much more, we're bringing you the facts versus fiction and the history of it all. Remember, it's always darkest before dawn. Tune in every Wednesday at 10.30 and get your bite. Welcome to the season finale of season two on After Dusk with Dawn Piercy, uh, the history of gods and goddesses. And we're going to do something a little bit different for our final episode. I have with me Joseph Thomas Bailey, and he is of Celt and Native American descent. And uh, Joseph, welcome to After Dusk. Uh, he's also an anthropologist, and he is the CEO of the Native American Entertainment Coalition, and also um, a history expert when it comes to gods and goddesses. So I just kind of wanted to bring him on uh, to wrap the season up to get a different perspective than my own, and then what you've heard from Brian too. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. Joseph, what do you have for us? Well, um, I'm also going to tell your viewers that I'm uh, I'm not Christian. I'm pagan. I follow as best I can what I'm, I, I'm made to understand of how things we are prior to Christianity. So I feel that I'm a little more uh, closer to the source of knowledge, how things were looked at at the time prior to Christianity. And knowing the stories and histories that I've had to dig up and try to dissect uh because of the affluence and influence of Christianity in the modern day. Okay, and how, how can you tell us a little bit about the history of um, the Celts and the Christianity and the Trinity and how that came into play for um, the history of Ireland and Scotland and, and to what it is today? Well, the history of things is when I was like, like you and I were talking beforehand, was people utilize terminologies today when they say, oh, it was the, of the world. But we, when we hear world, we understand the physical world of the planet. At the time frame, in the old world, the concept of world was what, depending on your, the time frame or era, was what you could see and travel with within a certain time frame. At a, given, at a certain point in time, Ireland with uh, the, uh, with High King McDermott, you, the concept of the world was basically Ireland, High Brazil, Scotland, and part of uh, of the Britannian Isles. At a certain point in time, that was their that was the world that was their world. Mm -hmm. So when we listen, when we talk nowadays, we don't take that idea in, in as an inclusion of okay, this is how they perceived the terminology at the time. We cannot utilize our terminology now the way we see things back then, because as to give an example, like in a future point of time, we understand our world as being the planet and our solar system, but who says in about three to 500 years, we wind up being in a galactic world, if we ever survive as a, as a species, Right. Uh, that all of a sudden, that world, is, that, that idea of world representation is bigger, and the terminology uh, adapts mm -hmm. to include spatial worlds. So I would like to make sure your, 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 um, your viewers understand the terminology at that point, that time when, when it was described. Now, when you look at pre-Christian uh, uh, things, the Druids 
and ancient uh, Celts uh, that uh, believed very much in a nature-based belief system mm-hmm. that things had a balance there, uh, and they came up with a, a, and to keep it simple, there was a type of trinity you had, uh, and a lot of sci-fi uh, series used to pick up on this, you had the light side, the dark side, and you had the, the, the one in between, the gray. Right. Because you have, you have that transition. And the gray is what nature, and it's the representation of nature. Because nature is neither good nor evil, it is just it, what it is. Right. So what, I want to ask, what is your take on the gods and goddesses, and why do some people find them on their family trees? And were they born of man and woman? What is your whole take on that? Because I know my view differs and varies from many others. Well, like I was telling you before, depending on the culture and who was viewing the story being told, um, you people who uh, were actors, like actors, storytellers who were to play like the Nordic group, they actually did uh, tell stories viewed like Odin and Thor. Mm-hmm. As, kind of like, not, they're not actors, but they're storytellers, right? Right. And they donned their apparel, they donned that, and all of a sudden, for some other reason, an outside viewer saw it and then repeated the story. And they wanted to think that that person's family, oh, you're the son, you're, you're Odin's son, or the son of Odin, which is where you have the surname, mm-hmm. the family, Odin's son, or Thor's son, you know, or, and stuff like that, because that's the, the son of Odin or son of, son of Thor. Same thing with native cultures. Um, a lot of native cultures that have, uh, like, like I was saying, on deadly ground, they have they, they have people adorned in the, in the regalia to tell the story about the raven and the ba- and the bear and all this stuff. And someone from the outside, not knowing anything, would understand it as they, that's who they're claiming to be. Okay. You know, it'd be like you and I for doing a uh, a, a Greek. Uh, a, a Greek thing at a certain time that we're telling a story, someone from another culture who did not know anything turned around and saw what we were doing, and then they thought we were pers- we were saying we were gods. All we were doing was personifying the fact of the story. Or it's like, it's like, or like not, there is this thing now. You have people that see actors. That kind of makes like, more sense, because if you think about it, if, if they're showing up on trees and it's these people telling stories and they're being perceived as something that they're not, that makes more sense than what anything else it's, that I've seen. I'm just saying. Well, like people thinking Johnny Depp is actually Captain Jack. <laughs> right, right, right. And, you, and, and sadly, <laughs> some people, and I understand and I respect the people who have disabilities or have, don't have, I get that because they have that thing, but you, have, you actually have delusional people that see Certain actors are actually the characters themselves, and it's a, and it's a disassociated idea uh, issue. But again, it's the fact that in, that's what I'm looking at. That's a possibility, and it's more likely that. Then again, you know, you're looking at the depending on the time frame of it. You you have like if anyone saw Vikings, the the idea somewhat is true, but what happened with Christianity, but it was still forced upon the Nordic and the Vikings. Right. Right. They get, like uh, Christianity, and I'm not trying to, I'm just saying historically, uh, even here in the States, Christianity, people who did Christianity uh, had a nasty habit of forcing their belief system on a people that 
and there uh, uh, are people that they didn't they didn't believe in it. Right. Your, your native ancestry and your Celtic ancestry both ha uh, didn't were not were not given a choice by most by historical accounts in general. They everything was done by the point of a sword. And even and if we go to the time of the, of the Spanish Inquisition, you were if you happen to be Jewish. Now mind you, Judaism is the birth of is the birth source of Christianity. Mm -hmm. they, so it's like a, the younger sibling, uh, the younger belief sibling, chastising the older brother or the older sibling and torturing. Them. If you ever thought about that. They, they, they turned around and the Inquisition did this to Jewish people. And, but if you hear Christianity now, if Christians are, that are personified, if Christianity is always your choice. And now, to a degree, but they still take missions down to South America and try to forcefully convert and brainwash natives in South America. And I actually met a gentleman many years ago. That's how I met my medicine woman. Uh, it was through somebody else because of that. I was at a university conference uh, where I went to school at, and there was a native gentleman who came from a native nation in South America off the Amazon, came with an, with an English-speaking missionary. He, get, he didn't speak Spanish. He spoke his native na language. So the missionary spoke the three languages, the Spanish, uh, the English, uh, English obviously, and then the native language. Mm -hmm. And he, the, if you were to hurt this man, he basically chastised their belief system, and you know, just made it seem like it was nothing compared to the Christianity that they adopted. I mean, that's my experience with a lot of people when it comes to uh, things. Or when I tell some people, I tell them, pagan. You'd be surprised. Oh, you, you worship the devil, and, and you do this, and this, and this, and you are doing like, no. And the devil is a Christian belief. It came out, it came out by, by, because of an answer to Christianity. And on top of it, if you look at the devil, the devil and uh, the devil and uh, God is, has certain uh, roots going to the Christian, the, the Greco, where you have Zeus and Hades. Mm -hmm. They're always trying to keep a balance between those that did right and uh, by choice, and then made wrong and have to be tempered like steel. Right. Right. So it all depends on how you look upon it. I I don't make people forcefully believe people into this is right, this is right. I just say, please keep an open mind on the point of when it came from and from who and who was looking at it. Mm -hmm. Like, to do any, uh, so like, with, uh, you want to know about Ireland. Ireland's history is, for the most part, lost, up, except for the fact that it was, uh, it was written down by non-pagans or non-Druids. It was written down by, by Catholicism, priests, Catholic priests. And you still have to look at it, the fact that they were not, they were like outsiders looking in. They were re looking at how it was and then re making, making remarks and comments out, positive or mostly negative in their own respects. And saying, you know, this is how they did it. And, how, and that's how they, how they do it. I've had to boil it down to find the root, the root of the whole thing to find out the close approximation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with the gods and goddesses, they, the difference also between the deities and paganism versus the Christian Judaic God is that our gods are with us like parents. 
you know, like uh, most people who have good parents or decent parents, not that have had the short end of the stick of parents, but good parents, the parents after after a certain age don't do things for the kid. They're there to support. They're there to guide. They're there to walk with you in your experiences in life. That is the same thing with the Nordic gods. That's the same thing with the, the Druidic gods. The native gods are very similar, and so are also other uh, elder uh, elder gods and goddesses the same way. They're they're like parents. They're there to usher you forward in your life. The way I've always understood the Christian the Druidic gods, the way people personify, they want this this individual, this one deity, to do. Please do this for me. Please do that for me. It's basically like you can you do things on your own, or do you always have to ask God to do something that you yourself can do? But it also they don't take into account the statement that when if you if you were to do something uh, yourself, uh, that that your God will be there to help push things forward. See for me, and this is just my experience. I've I've studied several different religions growing up, and you know I believe that there's good in in all religions. You know I'm not one to. To judge on that I think that if you have a higher power and have a good relationship then that that is key but for me I feel that you know Jesus died for my sins but the thing is is that the only time my prayers have ever been answered is when I pray in the name of Jesus Christ any other times my prayers aren't even being it's like a, a slingshot you're utilizing a focal point, but again, most people don't know that the basis of the Christian Judaic belief system came from one family, which is the, the, the family of Abraham. Right. But prior to that, Abraham's family, him himself, and it was noted, known that they were polytheistic. They believed in multiple gods. See, they, they had several house gods and all that, and Hashem was wound up being the more prominent house god and then became and it got elevated to the monotheistic. Really? Yes. See Judaism, most people don't know. The basis of Judaism is was mysticism and polytheism. Okay. Okay. But it took one family, the Abrahamic line. Right. And branched out from there. What about God from the Garden of Adam and Eve? That story itself, the, the story of Genesis, mm -hmm. has its origins from the book of, uh, is it the Epic of Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh. Where does that come from? Enlighten us. That is, that, that is the I've heard of it, Joseph, because I've read about it before, but my brain just. Woo. Well, it's, 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 it's Wednesday, it's hump day, so. <laughs> The Epic of Gilgamesh, it comes from, I think it was the Sumerian. Okay, the that's what I thought. known culture, written culture in the old world. And I want to stress the old world. Because most people in the schools today, they learn all the old world history stuff. And nothing that really happened here. Because most people don't know that some of the youngest pyramids of the Aztec Empire are older than the Sphinx. But they don't teach that. You know, 
Right. It's, always, it's, it's, it's Eurocentric on the writings. It's, it's also, and, and not to dismiss the, the knowledge from Greeks and everything else, but it's all old world. Nothing is talked about the new world. And I also mean in the sense of the old world stuff with Greeks and stuff, but if you start going pre-Christianal about Ireland, about Scotland, Wales, Britannia, all that stuff, the Britain, the, the actually true Britons, mm -hmm. uh, good luck. You know, and then when, uh, or native lore, like the Aztecs, you know, like going back to uh, how things were, the, the, you know, the, all the Mayan books, let's say four, four books, mm -hmm. four, four codexes, out of over, that almost over 100,000 years of written language, or close to that, were destroyed by Catholic priests and Spaniards. Uh, you know why? Because maybe it said something that they didn't want them reading. Yeah. The, remember, it's they, they, they came from a world, a mentality of Roman-like num letters and numbers. They came across something that was hieroglyphic or pictographic. Mm -hmm. They had skulls, had uh, skulls with uh, a certain amount of blood, you know, touching it, which had representations. Right. And they turned around and said that this was the language of the devil and it had to be burned. It was the it was done to the Aztecs the same way. I thought, and mind you, the, the Aztecs and the Mayans were also like key on knowing about human anatomy. It's like they, they did brain surgery, work, working physiological brain surgeries back then. People survived and had a more basically a, a normal life. They knew about the anatomy of the body, mind you. In your in England and Europe, the idea of knowing a woman's anatomy, uh, physical anatomy, was taboo. Internal. It wasn't until after the 1800s that it's looked that they started doing research on it. Wow. Mike, this is, I'm going by what memory I have right now, but I'm giving you a little spot. Humanity's kind know. of ignorant. <laughs> well, there was an ignorant statement, not, not going with the fact of God and goddesses, but. There was an ignorant statement by the, I think it was at the Royal Academy of Sciences in the 1800s in England, that the statement was, everything that ever needed to be invented has been invented already. Mind you, this is the mid-1800s, right around the time of Victoria, uh, post-Victorian era. We wouldn't be talking today if that was the case. I love the internet. I'm just well, saying. Yes. My point. Yes, it, it, I do. It, it, it's still roundabout to, it, it's, but with the knowledge and understanding, is is all about perception from that point in time as, of, of understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, which is going back to, like you said, you know, why do people have gods and goddesses on their thing as living people? They're not. They were either prized specifically, depending on the time frame, they were the person selected to play that role in a storyteller. Hmm. Again, it's all about perception. Right. And who's seeing it. With my take on it, the gods and goddesses are, are existent. They, are, they, they live in a different plane than we do in this life. They are able to peer into this side of the veil. There is such thing as the other side of the veil. There's like what do you know about the Grimm? Besides that I was on this show. <laughs> Wasn't he the king? 
over the land of the gods and the goddesses. And which, again, which culture and which time frame? Way back when, Joseph. <laughs> Let me do my little swimmies. Way back when. <laughs> Eat it? I don't know. Yummy, but yummy in the tummy. But you get my point. Right. So there's been a lot of conjecture on how long humans are around. Or like with, we go back to history uh, that I remember growing up with, you probably did too, that Native Americans have been in, have, uh, are, have only been in this, in this continent for well under, under 20,000 years. And they came over by the land bridge. Well, they have disproved the land bridge repeatedly, but they don't. They keep on going with the science community keeps on going and pushing that same rhetoric. There has already been scientific and uh, and uh, findings that made there have been Native Americans uh, and at least in North America for well over 130,000 years. That's a long time. It's a lot longer than that. Ten, that's at 11 to 20,000 years. Mm-hmm. It is. What's That's your take on giants? Of the giants? The yeah. The giants, according to a lot of North American natives, uh, stories that I've come across state that they were a civilization here, and they, they, they were caretakers here, like guardians, custodians, mm -hmm. of the land and the, and the, 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 like the flora and fauna. And they reached a point in their lives as a people that they left, and they taught us to be the caretakers. Now that if you're in sci-fi a little bit, it means that, you know they left the planet went somewhere else. What's your take on angels? Or, if you want to, or they left, or they gave up their physical being and uh -huh. into the uh, into the not corporeal, to the non corporeal world. Okay. Is is that? Is, what's your take on 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 angelic beings? Angelic beings are been have been around prior to Christianity. 
it is only Christianity as of now that it makes it as it's solely Christian or it comes from this. There have been talks about uh, uh, human life people with uh, different types of wings or uh, this, uh, the one of the books of Enoch described uh, people with four wings. Right. And no one takes the book of Enoch serious and it makes sense. <laughs> well... It's all perception. I, you know. Again, but it really comes down to God is point of perception. Do I believe the gods and goddesses exist? Yes. Does it mean that the the Christian Judaic God does not exist among them? It doesn't. I I can't you know, think polytheistic. I cannot say, uh, well, my gods are good, but those are fake. No, all gods exist because they exist to serve the people they're from. Who says that there's not a kingdom that we cannot fathom? Kind of like in, a, 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 I forgot which book it was. Uh, I think it was in uh, with, a, with the Winchester Brothers. Oh, they just Supernatural? Out. Supernatural. Who says that there's not a kingdom of, uh, or like a council of all these deities that sit down from different cultures and talk on an equal playing field about humanity? And mind you, we, we're just one world. We already know that we would be amiss to even think that we're the only planet in this whole concept of existence across this plane and this thing galactic and think we're the only small little bitty rock that mm -hmm. has life. So we, our gods can also be from the same gods and be the gods from another world. It is only human nature to think we're special. We're the only ones. You see, but old world mentality was also uh, when they when they designed the the, the, the planetary map, the the sun revolved around the earth. Mm -hmm. It was her, it was heresy to see that the earth revolved around the sun. Yeah, they've changed a lot of stuff. But indigenous cultures, old cultures, knew that the world was was not. Here, they knew that it rotated. Mm hmm. Hell, even the Vikings knew this, and they were, you know, they knew if you go that direction, you go somewhere. <laughs> That's very true, very true. Modern people try to also complicate and interpret and this and that but they forget as much as you try to interpret how it looked like now you have to boil it down simpler in a way and, and a little more broad because the further you're away from the original uh, event mm -hmm. in history the more it's it, the more it, you lose on the information unless you keep it simple that's from my perception okay so myself i'm writing i'm writing a uh, a series uh, with uh, several of the writers for a, a series that's going to be dealing with what we're talking about similarly, uh, dealing with ancient Ireland. Okay. It's called this in the series is, is uh, right now it's, it's still in development. It's called the Quest for Terra. And I, we're, this is what we're discussing. Like what we're discussing now is how do we boil this down and eliminate the complete Christian factor from Ireland? Because we're going to be talking about. 
uh, dealing with the, uh, the, the Elvins. We're going to be talking about the sprites. We're going to be talking about the the, uh, the the gods and goddesses. Then we're going to be talking about an, an island that has not been seen in almost uh, 700 years on the map, mm -hmm. which was uh, an island uh, west of Ireland called High Brazil. Okay. And it was an island that would actually appear and disappear physiologically. Really? Not from water, but... No, it was, it'd be on water. And it was, on, it was actually categorized on maps up until about the mid-1400s. Does it still do that? It hasn't been seen. It's, it's, it's natural habit is to disappear and reappear. Do you think that that could be a gateway? It could be. To it another realm? Again, it could also be all about numbers. What they understood, to give you an example, you and I were to get farming implements and, some, and steel, like carbon steel and all that. Uh huh. And we were to go to the old world city of DeLorean, our heart. Yeah, DeLorean back to the future. Right. We go take the time machine back and we take these steel, carbon steel implements and weapons, some weapons, and we were to teach these people how to, that they thought the irrigation was the best, and we teach them better. Okay, and our and mind you, our steel can cut through their brass, or mm -hmm. their copper uh, stuff like this, uh, nicely butter. They would think we were gods because we showed them something greater, made them better, made them prosperous. They would worship us like gods because they have no common frame of reference to know what we know. Right. You know that's and I learned some of the way the mentality is by reading uh, Eric von Donegan's Chariots of the Gods. He's a, he's, a, he's he doesn't he's the one that does ancient alien and all that. Mm -hmm. he's not the Greek guy with the spiky hair. <laughs> he's the older he's the older man. Who says, Why can't it be? Right. Because you have to look and admit that some of the stuff that was done in ancient past to this day with all our our supercomputers, our knowledge and all cannot the simple idea of moving big big stones uh, and without with, with the greatest of ease cannot be duplicated. Right. So I, I know we're I'm going swinging back and forth between uh, anthropology and belief system, but you got to understand too that unlike today, if uh, if you were uh, like if you were you know, yeah, like it's kind of Judaism way and with natives and also with uh, the ancient Celts and so forth. If you're, this is your people, this is the way your belief system is. There was no secular and religious separation. If you like with the Cherokees, if you're Cherokee, you're traditionally you're there's no religion. It's just the way, a way of life. This is the way you live. So in essence, your your your, your nationality is Cherokee. Your belief system is Cherokee. You're Cherokee. Right. There's no well. I'm Cherokee. In the ancient way, there's oh, I'm Cherokee, but I'm Buddhist. You know what I'm saying? There's there was no or I'm Cherokee, but I'm I, I, I'm anti, I, I I don't believe in anything. It doesn't work that way. Traditionally, never did. Excuse me. Right. It's only a modern day issue that where you have all these different belief systems, and all of a sudden, 
They're just trying to find the right fit. The biggest thing comes down to, it, which is a very simple paganistic thing, it doesn't matter what you believe in, in, and how you, you go about believing, as long as you don't hurt yourself and others around you. That's a good way to look at it. Good way to look at it. Well, Joseph, I'm really happy to have you on so we could. Oh, you're cutting me short. <laughs> it's, it's not that. It's not that. But I, I wanted to say thank you so much for coming on and being a guest on After Dusk with Dawn Piercy for the season finale of Gods and Goddesses. And um, I want everybody to go check out Joseph's page to Native American Entertainment Coalition. Um, check that out. And uh, Joseph, where can our viewers follow you to keep up with everything you've well, got going on? Up on Facebook. I have my, uh, I have my my own page that I have most of the people in the entertainment industry. But I do have a fan page that's on like, the same name. It just happens to have my hair. It look, I look uh, my hair down, and I look like a Klingon without without the ridges. <laughs> I'm a public figure and the whole bit, and I post stuff up. I just did an interview this past Saturday uh, with uh, a gentleman locally that first blog. Um, I've also we've also been on uh, was it Network News, Fox News, with a special focus uh, for for the organization. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm very much open uh, uh, talking and discussing things as long as it's under, if you're talking about belief systems and, and, and right. so on, as long as it's on the collegiate point of discussion or debate, I'm not the one to try to, I don't prepare for discussions that, well, you're, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're right. wrong, because I don't try to tell you you're wrong, I'm just saying, think about it this way, because as a, as our, we're going to be looking at, at a certain point in time in our, uh, our human history where we're going to be, we have to be more broad-minded to understand perceptions. Okay. Mm -hmm. so comes perceptions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Joseph Thomas Bailey uh, out there. Look for the one that says public figure. Uh, because I, I have way too many people on my, on my Facebook pages, I feel that I keep track of over 700 people. Yeah. And over 99% of them are the entertainment industry and their business contacts for the most part. Um, so I, but if you want to talk with me, go ahead. You're welcome to give me like a back, back to perceptions and understanding what is it in the next 10 seconds that we may find out in, in, in history or in science or whatever, or we can find out uh, in 50 years well, I probably won't be around that long, but or in the next 25, 30 years, mm -hmm. uh, so, wow, we have a, an epiphany of something that we did not know about, and it, it changes whether by a grain of salt or sand of, uh, of our perception or understanding, or it totally revolutionizes our, our, our humanity and right. to the life forms on the planet. Like um, Babylon 5 talked about it years ago. You know, they, they thought they were the only, humans were the only ones here. They all of a sudden, they came across the other, uh, this other species came across them and brought them the gates, the jet gates. Then all of a sudden, the jet gates make technology thing where you can travel in uh, in, 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 in hyperspace mm -hmm. to another location in a few weeks versus, according to the, the, the science then, to be un, unable to be done because it would take you a what? Two or three thousand years versus two or three weeks. That's a big difference. Right. A really big we difference. Don't know. 
we do not know again, and it, it, it like I said, I can't set my harp on it. But again, belief system, science, and science in its own way is a religion. It came from the modern day science came from what was it? Uh, alchemy. Mm-hmm. And alchemy was it was part of uh, not science. It was part part of magic. That's a good. Okay. I never kind of really looked at it like that. So it's kind of like, not really science, but science, but not science, but was magic. Because I guess you are using the elements, right? Exactly. Well, even like in a, in a, in a line from what Thor says in the, in the Marvel Universe, you know, this people, it comes from a point where both magic and science are one and the same. I could right. see that, yeah. We put batteries in a remote. We take it. We take it. We take like and says, "Hey, it's gonna change the channel." You take someone from who, who is like from South America or inside deep of Africa that does not really that knows about uh, non-non-non people, not you know whether white, whatever, but they don't know the technology, and they turn around and see pictures in a box. To them, that's magic. I know, so you can change the channel. With this weird piece of thing in your hand. That is like magic. If you were to see something that, uh, from another culture that may be way advanced from us, if it was the same at this point in time, we'd be like, ooh, ah. It all comes, like I said, it boils back down to perception and how you look at it. Yeah. I can see that. So, I get going back to what I said. I believe the gods and goddesses exist, and that they're real. But just because they're not in, always here anymore, because just like children, after a while, after they reach a certain point, you're not going to always be right there on their back. Right. You got to let them do their own mistake, and their own, and and let them learn from it. So what's to say that the older god, the deities? Or gods and goddesses haven't done the same as you know have taken like parents and took a step back or two and they're still there but are more uh, more on uh, like your parents at this point you're going to look at you you won't be you're being active role in a different way but you don't have to be holding their hand right so that and i talked to someone that when i um, when i was in oklahoma on the way down back down here from uh, uh I was doing a, a thing for not, another not-for-profit, and I was driving down here. I came across a veteran guy who's uh, Nordic, and he said the same thing. You know, our gods and goddesses walk with us, walk among us, and help us, and don't do things for us, because we're there to say we can do it ourselves and say, look, uh, Odin or Freya, look, I did this. I did this. I brought honor to me versus being asked, please do this for me. See, like I can tell you, is I understand, you know, I believe in the power of prayer no matter what belief system there. As long as if you put energy, positive energy to something, it has been scientifically proven because they found out in the brain there's a part of it when you meditate and pray that there's only one spot in the brain that lights up like a Christmas tree. No other time. Really? So, yeah. I didn't know that. It is how you focus it. Like, you, you use the... Uh, the, your, your belief in the fact of 
this of, G, of Jesus because the real name was Yahshua Ben Yosef, Yahshua son of Joseph. That's how he he announced himself. Uh, his name wasn't Jesus Christ. It was only called Jesus Christ after uh, being translated into Greek from Greek into Roman. But he wanted to have a last name. But that's a topic for a whole different subject. Okay. But you're using like a focusing crystal. Think about it this way. You're using a focusing point mm -hmm. and you concentrate on that. Or to take a, uh, to take, um, a, a little uh, literary you know, advantage thing that's in the Bible. If you have the faith of a mustard seed and you told that mountain to move, it will move, right? Mm -hmm. Utilizing the, the focus of a mustard seed, just that much, the focus, just to have your brain go from all over the place to that one pinpoint. That's what you do when you pray in the way you pray. Does that make sense? Yeah, focus. It does. Stop. It does. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah. me? Okay. <laughs> hey, I can hear you. And you kind of you froze a little bit. But like I said, you think of it as a focusing jewel or focusing thing. Or, mm -hmm. or, or like a, uh, um, a caber crystal lightsaber. You, ha uh, you have to have a certain focal point to be able to project that energy into a direct or in a direct way. Mm -hmm. Very true. Instead of being a broad tactical, it is surgical and precise. So I don't say that what you do is wrong. You just utilize an implementation of a focusing point, which is that person. And again, being polytheistic, I cannot say that that person did not exist. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Okay, so if I can, because we can't say that you're wrong and we're right because being pagans and there's also being traditional natives and Celts on We've heard this for well over 500 to 1,000 years. That you're, you know, your God's wrong, our God's right, and that's not, that shouldn't be right, that's unethical. That's right. As long as we come together as understanding we're here for in a supportive life for a given period of time and understanding that we were to get put together and help each other we could do a lot of great things and not only will we show we shine amongst ourselves but the gods who do look at us will be like parents and say look they finally got it i'm getting chills just saying that i'm getting goosebumps i said that i got it all over my body here it's the same thing as parents, you know, that you, you get that with your son. Like, oh, great, he got it, he got it. It's like, Mikey, he got it, you know? And it makes you so enthused because it was your kid. The gods and goddesses look at us the same. As their children, or the personification of their children, that are purported, that are here. And they're seeing what we can do. And if we will ever get to their point, to be up there, to ever get to the other side of the veil and be the creation that they would want us to be. What do you think? Well, I think that no matter what religion or what thought, 
that there's definitely a, a deep, deep, deep ancient history that goes way beyond what people know or what they think they know. And if anybody thinks they know anything, they probably know nothing at all. And if they know very little, they might know something. Because like what you said, we are, we are that little rock. And to think that we know everything in the entire vast of the universe and existence would be completely ludicrous. Right. That I can say, indeed. Mm -hmm. Well, and, 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 and when you asked about uh, high Brazil coming from another right. thing, they've just proven recently that uh, what Marvel's been doing, you know, or Marvel, I think, in DC talk about the multiverse. <clears throat> Yeah. Even Sliders, Sliders, the old sci-fi series, Sliders talked about it. Who said, and it's even scientifically looked at as a theory, there's different, each choices that we do can, can come out. Why can't they exist in different times? One they can. Delay, 30 second delay, and why can't they be multiple Earths? So why can't these, at given time, points in time, the all certain Earths match a certain time frequency and, mm -hmm. har and harmonic to all of a sudden this island shows up for a certain amount of time and then disappears. Yeah, it has to be a gateway to another realm right. in time and space. And exactly. But then we start going into not only that's then I get this that we're getting into magic and we're getting into science at the same time. Do 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 Yeah. I don't tell anyone that their belief system is wrong. It just right. don't don't I ask people ask them ask people to ask if you don't know, ask. Just because you don't believe in it, nothing, but please respect others' belief systems because in a, if you, especially if you're being coming from a Christian perspective, and I'm not knocking it, I'm just saying but you uh, Christianity does have a lot of pagan DNA because Christianity has stolen a lot of pagan belief systems due to the fact that uh, in its history, and I'm giving it very overall, is how they helped it helped be able to forcefully convert the indigenous inhabitants of wherever they went to. Yeah, you know, if they're an exploiter. Of the, some of the, like yeah. some of the origins of the Christmas tree, some of the origins, not, not all entirely, are founded with the Druids mm -hmm. when they were they would do they would uh, do. Uh, go to the uh, go to the uh, evergreen trees, and they would put decorations up of a a candied apples and all the other stuff for the winter and all the other stuff. Yeah. And it does have its other roots and other things. Then you also have Santa Claus. Santa Claus, a good a good majority of Santa Claus's uh, origin story comes from uh, Odin, the All Father. Okay. And he was pulled by a six uh, by a couple of six-legged reindeer. Oh. Have you seen that movie, Santa Slays? Which one? The one with one Bill Goldberg. There's one from the 80s. These are all slay. <laughs> it's funny. Mm -hmm. It's funny. But for, for our audience, and um, we will have Joseph back too. Um, so I, I want to be able to talk more to you about the Native American Entertainment Coalition um, the film work you've got going on, uh, your modeling career, all of it, all of it, all of it, the 501c3. I want all the goods. 
So that's going to be a completely different segment. But if you like this episode, be sure to click like, share so other people can enjoy it. Comment, because if you don't, we won't know anything. So comment, get involved. And um, this podcast is available on all of your favorite streaming networks, including iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many other services. Check us out on Celebre Media uh, VIP. We are on the TV guide there to find out when we will be airing, and that's Celebre.media. And until next time, keep it real.